welcome back, guys. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? I'm doing real good. I'm happy to be back. I know. This is a good one. It really is. This is a rare week. It really is. Where you were not on call. Yeah. Which is nice, so you can finally have some beers with us. And then it is also, on the day we are recording this, mm-hmm. not the day this will be posted, but this is two days away from our one-year anniversary of podcasts. I know. So not 52 episodes, but... Well, we did pretty good. This will be... We did decent. We 37, had, and we had the bonus episode with Kevin, so 38 episodes. So 38 episodes. And, you know, we, we had a couple of breaks. We're going to be, be better about this in the next year, guys, I promise. But, uh, yeah, no, this is a big deal. This is a, a one-year anniversary, basically, for the A to Z podcast. We're still friends. For the most part. Emma has yet to leave me. Yeah. She's thinking about it, but she hasn't yet. Well, you know. She's a pussy. <laughs> she got the balls to leave me. Yeah, no follow-through. Yeah, well, she's going to her fucking uh, the convention in two weeks, so I just assume I'll get a phone call from Indianapolis just being like, hey, why don't you move your shit out of the house? <laughs> oh, and you're going to be like, oh, no, this is my house. No, I'll be like, that's fine. Oh, okay. Take the house. You have to keep keep the cat. Oh, there you go. I'm going to move in with Varble. Yeah. And peace. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, you, you don't even need air conditioner here. You just sleep in the basement. It's already oh, cool. That's exactly where I'm going to sleep, too. Yeah. I love it cold. I love it so cold. It's so <laughs> good. I really fucking hate summer. I know. Like, yeah. I know I'm not the first person to say that. I was slightly agitated that we had to go out for another <laughs> smoke break already because I was kind of sweating some balls out there. It's luckily, it's cooling down a little bit. It's still not great. But yeah. I, just, I fucking, I really hate summer. Like, it hits. In the Midwest here, when it hits the certain temperature of summer, with the humidity being so high, you're just walking around in ball soup all day. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel, I don't know if, if I'm the only one here, I feel physical anger towards the sun. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, I, I wake up and I like look at the sun, I'm like, fuck you. How dare you? This is your fault. If the sun had a face, I'd punch it. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate the sun. The sun can lick my balls. It does. That's why it's so... Yeah, that's there. why I'm sitting around a fucking ball soup all day. Yeah. Not to mention all the hair. Well, yeah, that doesn't help. Just a wet diaper of hair and nut sweat. It's <laughs> fucking terrible. That's a good one for the soundboard. It's just what if it's what it is, man. I don't mm. know. The worst is when you, you sit down and take a shit and you can actually smell your ball sweat when you're like <laughs> over the toilet. It just hits like, you. Yeah. You, you want to kill yourself. Like, that's how bad it is. You're just like, yeah. I just, I'm a disgusting, like, animal. <laughs> I should be put down. Why was I around humanity today? <laughs> exactly. You shouldn't be allowed. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, yeah. Summer can uh, eat my dick. Mm-hmm. And that's the official stance of the A to Z podcast. And it will be forever. Yeah. Uh, global warming sucks. I'm really hoping for another Ice Age. They already made four of those movies, so I don't know I if we need another one. I can survive an Ice Age. I'm not worried about an Ice Age. It's a heat wave that I don't like. That's what's going to kill me. Mm-hmm. I was built for the cold. I'm all like blubbery and full of hair i'm just like i'm like a polar bear basically hmm. not in the gay way oh okay because i don't have a lot of like gray hairs i have some but not a lot we'll like work a, on it i'm like a normal kind of bear <laughs> i i had this whole talk when i was at pride so it's fine the the guy told me that it was totally cool that i said this he was fine with it oh okay yeah right after he got done blowing me in the uh porta potties they had set up. <laughs> that's a special kind of special <laughs> It was pride, man. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. I mean, if I said no, then I'm homophobic, and I'm not right. homophobic. I mean, if the guy wants to suck my dick, the guy wants to suck my dick. That's not my call. It's, it's his life to live. Yeah. That's all I mean, it's, just, it's all about location, location, location is all I'm saying. No, I'll, I'll tell you the location. It was balls on chin. That was the location we well, were Well, the at. porta potty, though. That's that's pretty rough. What are you talking about? A lot of wonderful things have happened in porta potties. Mm. Um, Bob Seger wrote some of his best songs in porta potties. <laughs> okay. 
I believe the opening guitar riff to Freebird was written in a porta potty, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So I mean, mm. some good things have happened in porta potties. Been proved wrong. Okay. <laughs> what a great VH1 show that would be behind the music. <laughs> <laughs> so what? What made you write? Freebird. Well, I was in the porta potty. It was really hot, and I just I had a cocaine shit I was trying to push out. You know, all the narcotics really binding me up. And I just remember thinking, like, okay, I was about to ask which way it goes with the cocaine shit. I just so. remember thinking that if my bowels were free right now, that would be awesome. And then I thought of birds because I was still high on coke. So I just thought Freebird, man. Mm. And I just came up with the fucking guitar riff. Actually, cocaine will make you shit usually. Oh, really? Yeah, it's the uh, the narcotics, the heroin, stuff like that, the, like downers. That'll bind you up. Mm. Co- cocaine will make you shit. Two reasons why cocaine makes you shit. One, it uh, gets your blood vessels like closed up to where your blood flows faster. Okay. So that's going to make you want to shit. Two, a lot of the times dudes will cut the cocaine because you, your cocaine's always cut unless you're a fucking Kennedy and you can afford like pure grade Colombian cocaine which none of us can uh, when they cut it they'll cut it with baby laxatives oh. because it's uh, totally tasteless you can't even tell it's there and it's white so they just like okay. crush up baby laxative powder and shit like that huh. mix that together so you'll get some cocaine shits those will happen Okay. and they are not fun the more you know yeah you know, just you know trying to spread some knowledge here that's what I'm all about <laughs> What do you think? I don't know how to follow that. You know anything? I mean, yeah. what's the hardest drug you you ever done, big guy? I think just being around you, that natural high. That was it? Yeah. That's what it did? Mm-hmm. I mean, you've smoked weed before, haven't you? Yeah, a okay. couple times. So that's probably the hardest drug you've ever done. Probably. Yeah, have, have you done acid? No. I'm trying to think of shit that would fit in for you, yeah. of what you might have done. Ecstasy? So, no. Because you were in like high school in the 90s, and there was a lot of X going around then. Was there? I think so. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I think that was the big, like... Because that was the whole, like, rave kid phase where people were wearing, like, candy bracelets and shit like that, and they had pacifiers in their mouths. Hmm. Like that episode of Samurai Jack. You remember that? When he goes to the future, he's at the rave, he's got, like, a Dr. Seuss hat on and a pacifier, but he's still got a samurai sword. No, but the Seuss hats were popular. I remember that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the candy bracelets, the pacifiers, all that, that was all ecstasy. That's Hmm. why that was going on. Okay. What else could you maybe have done? Um, Opium, right? That was going on when you were younger. (laughs) Yeah, hanging out with there's the a den down the street. <laughs> hanging out in dens with the with the Chinaman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing the opening of Dodgeball now. <laughs> they used to throw the severed heads of their enemies at each other. <laughs> <laughs> a tradition was born. The A to Z does not endorse nor condone the use of drugs. Oh, I thought you said Dodgeball. But they also won't judge you for doing drugs. Do we condone Dodgeball? Yes. The movie or the sport? Both. Okay. I actually enjoy both of them. I actually like the dodgeball movie a lot. I think it's kind of funny. <laughs> I mean, it's a bit of like sort of sophomoric uh, high school humor, but it's it's kind of fun. Yeah. Hell, I was watching uh, Talladega Nights last night. It's still pretty funny, I'll be honest with you. There's some <laughs> good shit. That was like Will Ferrell's heyday. He was just making it. Everything he made was fucking funny. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm a little bit of a bro. I do admit that. Okay. I just, I think those days of Will Ferrell were pretty funny. I still need to see Semi-Pro sometime. I've heard that's a Semi-Pro really... Semi-Pro is really funny. I've heard it's really underrated. Like, a lot of people trashed it, and it shouldn't have been. No, it should not have been trashed. It's pretty fucking funny. Okay. I'll check it out, then. No, I like Semi-Pro a lot. I haven't watched that in a while, but it's good. It's got, like, Woody Harrelson in it, and oh, yeah. fucking uh, Andre 3000. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. Will Ferrell. It's, it's, 
It's pretty fun. There's uh, the guy who's playing the ref is like a priest, so he has his like co- uh, the whatever you call it on the little frock thingy, the collar. <laughs> he like calls Jackie, which is uh, Will Ferrell's character, Jackie Moon, for traveling. He's like, suck my cock, I'll murder your family. <laughs> <laughs> Semi-Pro is pretty fun. Uh, again, it's like, you know, it's the same kind of style of like Anchorman, the first one, not the second one, because mm-hmm. that one sucked. You know, it's sort of sophomoric. Absurd. School, yeah, ab- absurdist high school humor, but it's still funny. I mean, like, I don't need to fucking read a book of philosophy to laugh at something. It's I, I can laugh at fart jokes. There's nothing wrong with that. So, yeah, I I like Talladega Nights a lot. It's pretty funny. Especially because I like movies like that because they improv a lot of those scenes, and it's fun to watch the scenes and see whenever you can tell when they're breaking character because they're oh, just, yeah. like, kind of laughing a little mm-hmm. bit. It's the same reason I like the show uh, The League. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because that, like, whole show is just improv, basically. Like, they have, like, a rough outline of what they want for a scene, and mm. then they just, like, improv all their lines. And, uh, yeah, no, I just like I like shit like that. I like funny people being funny. That's just a good time. Oh, for sure. I mean, you've seen Talladega Nights, right? Yeah, it's been a little while, but I enjoyed it. I was actually a little mad at myself for how hard I laughed at the scene where, like, he gets in his car wreck and he thinks he's on fire. He's like, <laughs> running oh, his God. underwear. Yeah, I'm burning. <laughs> Tom Cruise, use your witchcraft. Get the fire off me. <laughs> I was laughing, like, really hard to that, and I probably should have been. <laughs> and then Emma was playing D&D <laughs> while she's doing it. She's like, what are you giggling at? I was like, nothing. Don't even, yeah, like, yeah. I don't want to even try to explain <laughs> what's going on. The best part is, um, oh, fuck, what's his name? His best friend in that. John C. Riley. Yeah, John C. Riley. But he comes running down. And he's just like, "Oh God, don't let the invisible fire burn my best friend!" And he like tackles him and starts patting him down. <laughs> and it cuts to like the the announcers booth and like, looks like his friend Cal is trying to put the non-existent fire out. They're like, "No, that's a teammate." <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. funny to me. Yeah. John C. Riley's just a treasure. I John C. Riley's fantastic. He was in uh, Walk Hard. Did you mm-hmm. watch that one? That yeah. one's really underrated. Oh yeah, that movie's actually really funny. And kind of does a great job of just shitting on everything at the same yeah, time. all those biography movies. Exactly. Yeah. I fucking loved it so much. And it's like making fun of Johnny Cash, which I shouldn't be cool with. Because yeah. that's my shit. Yeah, yeah. Like 75% of it is just making fun of him. But really, it was making fun of that walk-the-line bullshit fucking abortion of a film that that was. Because <laughs> I fucking hated that movie. And The Joker sucks. That movie's not even out yet, and it sucks, I guarantee it. Joaquin yeah. Phoenix is a hair-lipped, sad nightmare of what could have been. His brother was far more talented and better looking. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me River Phoenix is not better looking than Joaquin Phoenix. 100% River Phoenix is better looking. Probably not right now, at this moment. Really? I yeah. Mean, we all saw him in a fucking whatever the hell magazine he showed me yesterday with his stupid-ass makeup. <laughs> we're we're going to do something different for the Joker. We don't want just white face paint and green and green hair. I'm like, mm, well, you should check your fucking movie then, pal. Because <laughs> all of your fucking trailers have been white face paint and green hair. So, but Yeah, you should totally get a tattoo, pal. I should get like seven. You should just tattoo yourself up. Yeah. Get one on your forehead. Oh, the A to Z show? No, you should just fill in the hairline that's running away. Oh, okay. <laughs> it can't run fast enough. It's just, actually, it's beating bullet now. I almost feel bad for that one. I'm sorry. I apologize. Everybody. No, it's, <clears throat> it's... Guys, Andrew is not going bald. 
his head is just getting too big for the hair to cover it. That's right. That's what it is. There's it's too fun. much trivia knowledge up in this brain now. Oh, my God. That reminds me. we got to play trivia tonight, don't we? Oh, yeah, yeah. When does that start? It starts at 8.05 or so. Okay, so we got some time. Yeah. Yeah, definitely got to log in today. I get a free extra life for being five days in a row. Ooh, nice. That'll help. Hopefully, this will be something that's uh, doable. Yeah. Because last week, it was like SpongeBob uh, SquarePants trivia, mm-hmm. which I thought I was ready for. I, I know. Watched, I was excited that you and Emma were here for that. I watched a lot of SpongeBob growing up. Apparently, the lore has gotten far deeper than I was unaware. Yeah. So, yeah, we're definitely rambling here. I apologize. Oh, well, you know, you know it happens. We're celebrating a little bit. That's I almost right. threw up in the uh, kitchen because yeah, I the... accidentally inhaled a shot like into my lungs. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure there's still uh, Crown Royal in my lungs right now. I think so, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, sorry about that. Um, we'll get back to this in a second. I totally cut you off when you were introducing me that I was America's Phil comedian. So I'm sorry for that. Oh guys. no, that's fine. I, I just you know tried it out. It's the yeah. first time I tried that. So this is a bit of a stream of consciousness podcast. Yeah, I'm a little bit smarter than everyone. I'm really intellectual. Mm-hmm. I'm like you know I just kind of think more. Yeah. And my name is Todd Phillips. <laughs> my micro penis can't even get hard. It just looks like the top of an acorn glued to the bottom of my torso. Mm. But one thing I can I can picture do, that. That's that's very beautiful. One thing I can do is get on Twitter and annoy the fuck out of the A to Z podcast. Mm-hmm. I really want just a Twitter war between us and Todd Phillips. Yeah. My mic doesn't stretch that far. <laughs> she's it's out a, of range. It's okay. You can't hear the finger that she's giving me right now, but she's mm. definitely giving me the finger, everybody. Mm. I love her so much. She's like, I'm doing this as hard as I can. <laughs> I hope you can feel this because I'm doing this as hard as I can. <laughs> Fucking Moon and Nights. That's my shit. Aqua Tiger Force. God, what a good show that was. Anyway. It so. had Bruce Campbell in the movie. Did it? Mm-hmm. He was the voice of the chicken that was on oh fire. Oh my god, that's right, he was, wasn't he? Oh, I totally forgot about that movie, even. Yeah. What a great show that was, though. I used to watch that shit. Colon movie film for theaters. <laughs> it's one of my favorite titles. Uh, like, that was the heyday of Adult Swim. Oh, yeah. They were just doing it. They were doing like that. They were doing Squidbillies. They're doing uh, Boondocks. Like, mm-hmm. just everything they were putting out was hilarious. Home movies, which is fucking fantastic. Oh, yeah. Everything they put out was just hilarious, man. I love that shit. Uh, Adult Swim was awesome. Metalocalypse. Metalocalypse. Ah, oh, fucking love Metalocalypse. So uh, Squiz Guards, you sit here. You play Grandpa's guitars. <laughs> yeah, how great was fucking Adult Swim, though, man? C Lab Twenty Twenty One. By the way, can yeah. we talk about that one? We can. I remember. I was a fan. Uh, I showed that to Emma because it's on Hulu. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I, I watched like the first season or so on Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember her, like, she came in because she wasn't in the room when I was like watching it. And she came in and she was like on her phone doing whatever she wanted to do. And she was like, what the fuck are you watching? <laughs> I was like, well, how do I explain this? Sea Lab 2020 was a cartoon made back in the like 60s with terrible animation. So Adult Swim bought the rights to that and then somehow made a fucking bullshit story behind it. It was just dumb fucking jokes the whole yeah, time. Just dubbed right over it. Oh, God, it was so good. It was the same thing as like Kung Pao Enter the Fist, which mm-hmm. is, again, a great fucking movie. Yeah. Do people still talk about that movie? Because that's totally underrated. This is the first I've heard of it in a long time. I love that movie so much. I remember that was one of the movies that was on my grandparents' like DVR whenever we were uh, camping. Oh, really? Yeah, down at like, Lake Kincaid or something like that. <laughs> that seems odd. 
Uh, it was like it was either on DVR. Or it was like a free movie to watch, and me and my little brother watched that like four times every weekend for I don't know three months, and so we, until we could just like <laughs> quote it together constantly. We still do actually. We still was like, "This is Wimp Low. We've trained him wrong." As a joke, <laughs> the squeaky shoes. <laughs> I'm gonna count to three. If I hear one more friggin' squeak, I'm gonna shove those shoes up his ass. <laughs> Let me know if you see. A radio shack. (laughs) (laughs) The best one, though, is the guy who sells the nuts. (laughs) Let me get two bags of nuts, please. He's like, that's a lot of nuts! (laughs) 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 Oh, I fucking love Kung Pao. That's one of the funniest movies ever. With the baby, when he's fighting the baby, then they Mm. roll the baby down the hill. Yeah. (laughs) This part, the woman picks him up, like, oh, I suck you. And then just rolls him again. Kung Pao Into the Fist. What a great film that was. Never did get that sequel. No. It's like, it's got the same thing as like the uh, History of the World Part 2, where it was like, we're not trying for a sequel. We just had a couple more bits that we wanted to throw in here. Yeah. So. <laughs> Sorry. Also, his, History of the World Part 2 probably has one of the greatest bits ever in a movie, which is Hitler on Ice. Yeah. Which is exactly where the producers comes from. <laughs> Mel Brooks made that joke and then was like, what if I did make a musical about Nazi Germany and then wrote the movie The Hit, uh, the Producers, The Hitlers. The Hitlers. <laughs> the Hitlers, that's the sequel. Mm-hmm. Uh, wrote the movie The Producers, which is great. It's got um, uh, Gene Wilder in it. Mm-hmm. And then that movie became a Broadway play. And which became that, a movie, and yeah. That, that Broadway musical became a movie, which is also incredibly well done. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And we circled back to Will Ferrell there. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, he's the uh, the the Nazi, Nazi. writer. Mm-hmm. I forget I forget what his fucking name is on the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I was never I mean, I was a Nazi party. I was in the back. All I heard was hootling. <laughs> now there's a fun bit of trivia uh, for that movie actually, the producer's musical okay. with Matthew Broderick, Nathan Lane, and all them. Uh, Will Ferrell's dad was so excited to see him in a film, like to see him in a musical, that he was on set the whole time. <laughs> and me and my theater friends always joke that, that was the exact opposite of my dad who was just like I could give a fuck if you're in a musical <laughs> and just like never showed up <laughs> he went to like my my dad went to one performance of every show that I was in oh okay but that was it he did not get he, he's just not a big musical guy there's yeah. nothing wrong with that he's a midwest dude and those were always the nights where you killed at the most right because you knew he was out there watching well, it was usually opening night oh. so yeah of course I, kill, I killed it every time I'm, I'm like sorry Heath Ledger. my bad I'm like Heath Ledger. I do a great job, and I swallow a fistful of pills. And yet somehow I keep coming back. It's like that Tom Cruise movie where he was with, uh, you know, they kept, he had power armor on, and he kept... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Edge of Tomorrow? Edge of Tomorrow, sure. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I tried to kill myself at the end of every production, and I just kept coming back. Because the show must go on, <laughs> Andrew. The show must go on. <laughs> the fuck are we talking about? Yeah. I mean... This has been some trips. Oddly, that would be a good introduction to our first topic, but I think we're going to well, we probably ramble it. on a bit. Yeah, no, we can keep rambling. That's fine. Yeah. Trying to think. I don't know. You give me one. Why don't, you, why don't you give a ramble? It's always me talking on these podcasts. Yeah, I mean, this is your vehicle. That's I'm just, true. I'm just here to host it and edit it and kind of... Cut it down. Get all the yeah. racial ep- epitaphs out of it. There were, there were a few last time. <laughs> that, that, that was a two-hour <laughs> podcast cut down to like an hour 43, so... 
Maybe someday we'll do an unedited cut. But it's know. really funny when I do that. It really is. I'm sitting here laughing my ass off the whole time I'm editing. But see, it's it's the thing that I always forget about where I do jokes like that mm-hmm. for my friends because they know I'm not racist. And right. I'm like, oh yeah, there's people on the internet who don't know who I am who just think I'm just like a white nationalist asshole. Yeah. As much as I would love the Twitter comments that you would get from it, just to see your responses, like uh, hey, man. I'm gonna wait for that. No such thing as bad publicity. Okay. All right. <laughs> So let me tell you about the so-called 9-11 tragedy. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even say that with a straight face. (laughs) Here's the thing about the moon landing. You will be happy. Another uh, shout-out to our friends uh, JP and Brent on the Fave 5. Their latest episode that just dropped yesterday, I believe, they they do a segment on conspiracy theories. One of the first ones they bring up is the Avril Lavigne's really dead. Yes. Oh, my God. I was God. like, oh, my God, Zach's going to love this. That's yeah. one I didn't even know about. Emma taught me about that one. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I had no idea that was a thing because after Skater Boy, I was unaware Avril Lavigne even existed anymore. Mm, okay. I was just trying to find a girl who looked like her in middle school to touch my penis. Oh, okay. I was unaware she was still making music. See, I followed up until, you know, marrying Chad Kroger because I'm a Nickelback fan, so I knew that. But She, married Ch- she did marry Chad Kroger. That's yeah. right. I forgot about that. She also made that terrible song, Hello Kitty Kitty. But that was uh, after she was body swapped, so I don't know if it was her. Oh, okay, name, yeah. So. That doesn't count. Babe, when did the body swap happen for Avril? I don't remember. Yeah, the Avril Lavigne body swap, that's a pretty good conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. Um, he also goes into one that I hadn't heard before. Was uh, I'm just like spoiling their whole segment, so I don't know if I should... We can edit this out, I guess, if we want to. I but. mean, their episode's already up, so this is going to come out for like a week from now. That's true. It'll be high. Yeah. So they talk about how the, uh, the chain mattress firm is actually a front for like... Uh, underground like mafia money or something like that because hmm. like every town has one but who the fuck buys that many mattresses like why would you need that much inventory I hadn't heard that one it was like that makes sense I've never I, heard that one but I guess I can understand where they're coming from at mm-hmm. least yeah like how often do you even buy a mattress and most of the time nowadays you're just buying it online That's every true. podcast is sponsored by Casper or Speaking of that, let me just throw a big shout out to <laughs> Masper Catresses. <laughs> Masper Catresses are out there to provide you with all the catfishing equipment that you need. Mattress Catfishes uh, make sure that you get the barbells and the. I don't even know where I was going. I just totally yeah. lost that bit. I'm sorry. That's no, okay. It was good while it lasted. Mm, just let that die. I, I apologize, everybody. Yeah. I, I thought it was going to end after I just did the. Masper catresses, uh-huh. and then I was like, "Oh shit, he hasn't said anything. I'm gonna keep going." <laughs> I kind of ran out. I apologize yeah. there. I'm just kind of letting creativity be born, you know. No, I think I was letting you run with it. I really think not counting the 9/11 conspiracy theory because uh-huh. that's the one that's gonna piss everybody off the most. Anyway, yeah. I think the one that pisses me off the most is the moon landing one. Yeah, because it's it's literally the one thing the federal government has ever done that I've actually ag- agreed with. For one, I thought it was awesome that we, we went to the moon. And then two, to believe that that is a fucking conspiracy, and it has been for 70 fucking years, or however fucking long it's been at this point, or yeah. 60, 50 now, yeah. 59, 60 years, the government can't even, they couldn't even put fucking Al Capone on trial, but they can fake a moon landing? Are you shitting me? And then why did they not get actual actors? They used Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin, who were just like Air Force pilots and scientists. <laughs> get fuck, How come Humphrey Bogart wasn't the first one walking on the goddamn moon? You fucking idiots. It just irritates the fuck out of me. It's like, because the government just But sucks. the shadow from the flag shows that the sun was in the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> and if you watch The Shining, Stanley Kubrick proves that. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, here's the thing. 
Neil Armstrong says one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. He was supposed to say one small step for a man, one giant leap for mankind. He just kind of flubbed his words, probably because he was on the fucking moon. Mm-hmm. And you think Stanley Cooper's going to just let that go? This guy did 57 takes of Jack Nicholson tearing down a door to make sure it looked right. He's going to let somebody yeah. flub a line? I don't think so. Don't piss in Stanley Kubrick's face like that, all right? That's what pisses me off the most about the moon landing uh, conspiracy. To think that Stanley Kubrick would make a mistake like that. How <laughs> dare you? That's where it all falls apart. Yeah. Although Bush did do 9-11. Oh, okay. <laughs> Those are my favorite memes for the longest time on the internet. Just any time like a conversation was happening, someone would just comment, Bush did 9-11. It was on like every YouTube video. <laughs> it's like Bush Bush could barely talk. You think he was able to bunleth all the fucking uh, burn down of two fucking towers and a goddamn Pentagon? Like, I mean, kind of doubt it. Kind of doubt it, dog. Well, I mean, he had help. He's the president, so. Remember when that guy threw that, like, fucking sandal at him at the fucking uh, whatever press conference he was at in, like, Iraq or something like that? Uh-uh. Yeah, just some fucking dude from, like, Iraq or something who probably had his whole family murdered in a bomb strike or something like that during the war on terror just, like, stood up and threw a sandal at Bruce <laughs> at, at, at Bush, and it was just fucking always hilarious to me that this camel shit-covered sandal came flying by Bush Jr.'s head. Fucking draft dodging pussy. <laughs> I said it. Yeah. I can't take it back neither. No, but I can edit it. So. No. I mean, I'll just tweet it later anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah. I I tweet at Bush Jr. a lot anyway. That's true. So. Anything I edit here, I'm not. I mean, that doesn't stop you from saying what you want to say. Yeah. No, you don't control my Twitter. Yeah. I barely control my Twitter. I don't know how these thumbs work. I don't know what they're <laughs> gonna do. Yeah. What's your favorite conspiracy theory? Hmm. Our most interesting conspiracy theory, I guess, would be the best way. Because neither of us are conspiracy theorists, so. That's true. What about Obama turning the frogs gay with chemicals? Well, that's not even a theory. That's proven That fact. is actually a true in fact. Yeah. Yeah. That has happened, 100%. There are gay frogs now. Yeah. I would have to say probably the fact that we're living in a simulation. That's probably my favorite one. That one is kind of fun to think about. Because, yeah, I mean, you can't really disprove that. Yeah, that's the best part about that one, is mm-hmm. that, like, it, it's a thought experiment is what it right, really yeah, is. Yeah. But, like, yeah, it's not really a theory. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's one of those things where it's, like, you're just digging philosophically and you eventually hit, like, philosophical de- uh, bedrock. Yeah. Where it's like, I can't go any further. Like, I literally could not prove that this isn't a simulation and I also cannot prove that it is a simulation like mm-hmm. and then when you factor in the whole like what human perception is and the fact that we all see things differently anyway yeah and it's, I mean it's, it's 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 fun to think about I'm not high enough but it is fun yeah I wish it was a little bit higher we could talk about this for like four hours soon January oh my god right <laughs> we should do that for a episode I think we should both yeah. take some fat vapes blow some big ass clouds and just do a podcast just right. high shit I'm down we'll, we'll not even pull up topics okay like, well we, we won't have pre-planned topics mm. we'll pull them up as, as we'll just google as we go yeah, yeah we'll just google as we go that's what we'll call the episode google okay. as we go fuck we'll just make it a whole series google as we go like yeah. once a month we'll just get high as shit there we go and just fucking google whatever the fuck comes at us we'll have people tweet at us it'll be fun I like it'll it be good yeah that's smart. I'm a good businessman. You really are. We should drop the the, though. Mm. We should just be A to Z show. Yeah. And we should change the number two into T-O-O. 
a two Z, so yeah. as, as in too much Z. Uh-huh. That's that's what you're yeah. doing there. Okay. That was a real hooked on phonics joke. <laughs> I didn't know you'd catch on. That was a joke for all the English majors in the Whoop. world. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Yeet. That's what the kids say nowadays. Yeet. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Did I say that right? Yeet. Yeah. Yeet. Okay. All right. To all the English majors listening, uh, make sure to go to bed early enough so you can make wake up in time for your shift at Starbucks. Because mm-hmm. there's no fucking way you get a real job with an English major degree. Trust me, I know. I mm-hmm. thought about getting one, and mm-hmm. I was like, no. Pretty sure that this does not how that works. I don't want to be teaching English in a fucking in Bethalto where I learned it. <laughs> The worst fucking thing. Could you imagine being? Can you imagine being? Hey, an you, you gave shout out to your English teacher before for introducing you to comics, so you should apologize right now. No, that was my fifth grade teacher. Oh, so he taught everything. Oh, okay. Mr. Zimmer, he oh. was awesome. He was a good dude. He had a goatee. That's just because he had a Z in his name. He was cool the reason shit, you like man. Him. He was awesome. He also like saw that I liked reading and just like pushed me towards like you should read more, keep reading. That's fine. Like never got pissed at me for reading during class because like I had all my homework done anyway, so he didn't give a fuck. Yeah. He, was a, he was a good fucking teacher, man. Yeah. Mr. Zimmer was the man. Also, because me and him were so close, my little brother got him at one point. Oh, really? And was just able to just, like, fucking sail through class, never had to worry about anything. He was like, Melcher, is your older brother Zach? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, cool. And that was it. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, well, we're good here. Hmm. He literally, for the parent-teacher conference my dad went to, when my dad showed up, he's like, so how's Zach doing? (laughs) Like, didn't even talk about my little brother at all in the parent-teacher conference. He was like, yeah, no, he's a good student. He's not doing anything wrong. He's like, but what's uh, Zach up to? And Dad's like, well, he's in high school, so not much. <laughs> <laughs> Works at a movie theater and bitches constantly about how no one understands. He's <laughs> <laughs> got this asshole giant friend that just talks about horror movies with him all the time. Yeah, yeah those... Those two faggots, I'm pretty sure they're gay, to be honest with you. All they do is talk about fucking movies, and they sit in a dark room by themselves all day. It's <laughs> fucking weird. Fucking queers. Nerds. Nerds. <laughs> but look at us now, Mr. Melcher. Yeah, look at us with our 13 listeners. Yeah. The fuck does he know? Yeah. Fucking Bill. Oh, my God, I can't wait to get him on this podcast. Oh, man. The moment this podcast gets big, that's like that, that, That's going to be our big, like, one one million subscriber fucking episode is just yeah. putting my dad on one, one end of the microphone. Oof. And none of us say anything. We just sit there and just let my just dad Just let him rant. go. I'm just going to feed him Budweiser's and let him talk and just be like, yep, this is what's going to happen. <laughs> We're going to put that one on YouTube so yeah. you can see me just sitting there with the biggest grin on my face. Just like, yeah. This is what I was raised We're going to have to. Yeah, I'm not editing that. So we're, this is all unfiltered. See, I, I kind of need that. That way, anytime someone has questions as to why I would say something like that, like, mm-hmm. that's why. Yeah, here you go. There you go. Bonus well, episode number three. Exhibit A, <laughs> your honor. <laughs> My breath smells like maple. Same. Right? Yeah. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. Did we tell that story, by the way, about how I almost threw up in the kitchen? Uh, slightly. You said you inhaled it. We didn't okay. go into it. Let, let, let me go into this, guys. Okay. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, um, this is close to our one-year anniversary of the podcast. So we decided to celebrate. We're going to have three shots. Well, one shot apiece. Excuse me. Mm-hmm, yeah. Of, uh, was it Crown Maple? Is yeah. What, is what we used. So we, we clink. We go to take a shot. My sinuses have been very fucked up all day. So as I'm taking a shot, I also kind of like coughed a little bit and brought air in and inhaled a decent amount of the shot straight into my lungs, not my stomach, and then sprayed a little bit onto Varble as well, if I'm not mistaken. 
and uh, then fought that back. Had a bottle of water. Uh, fought back another pretty hard burp. And at this point, I'll be honest with you, I feel pretty sober. Okay. Yeah. Pretty nuts. We should probably have another one. <laughs> water monitor you this time. Oh, did we finally uh, introduce ourselves, by the way? Did we never get to that? Uh, I threw out the America's Comedian thing at one point, but I don't I don't think I did anything with well, me. Just to be safe, you'll, you'll edit this later. It doesn't yeah. matter. Um, this is the A to Z show. We talk about... Um, A's topics. and Z's. We get all the way from A to Z. We go from bathwater to Nazis. We get them all. And uh, as always, I am being... Would you buy Hitler's bathwater? Honestly, a little bit, yeah. yeah. Just like, I mean, the, yeah. that's just history at that point. Right. Collector's item. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm not for him, but, I mean, it's kind of historical. You sort of want to know yeah. what it looks like. Is it, is it yellow, like sulfur? Yeah. What's going on? But, uh, yeah, as always, my uh, Sherpa down the hill of my own ramblings is America's sweetheart, Andrew. Oh. And Still? I, Should we change it up for the next year, do you think? Have, so I, have I been sweet enough or too sweet for this point? I think point? so. What do you want to call it? Uh, America's mm-hmm. yes man, Andrew, since that's all you ever do is just affirm whatever I'm yelling. Yeah. Actually, I mean, that's because be, you get angry at me if, I, um, if I'm you be arguing against you. America's contrarian. That's what you should be. Because mm. that's, that's all you do to try to like bump content on yeah. this podcast. Just disagree with whatever I Poke say. Poke the bear. It's working. So America's contrarian, Andrew Marble. Okay. Coming soon to a Twitter near you. Sherping me up this hill. Sherpa-ing me? How, how, how would you say that? Mm. Guiding is what I would probably say. But. Yeah, but I, I like the word Sherpa. Uh-huh. It's just fun to say. Which I found out at trivia this week. If you capitalize it, you're talking about the race of people that are of the Sherpa tribe. That's a Sherpa tribe? Mm-hmm. Hmm. And then, uh, from Nepal, from Nepalese people. And then, if it's a lowercase Sherpa, that's somebody who is still guiding them up the mountain. But they're not officially a member of the Sherpa tribe. Hmm. So it matters whether or not it's capitalized. What if it's silent and they're just Sherpas? Hmm. I think that's a... Something you'd go to your doctor about. That's what people are getting from the bathwater. They're getting herpes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's about as full circle as we can get. I think oh, we need to take a break there. Beautiful, man. I'm doing pullbacks to last week. Yeah. I'm fucking great at this podcasting. Though. You really are. keep it up. Yeah. Another year. Let's do it. All right. I'm in. All right. Let's go take a break. We'll, we'll be right back. See you next year. You know what, Zach? It's topic time. I think it is topic time. Let's do this. We're going to start with some fun, I think. Good. So, you remember a few months back... Is it Joseph Gordon-Levitt's ob- obituary? Hmm. No, not quite that fun. Not that fun. We started uh, a few months back with a list of uh, the 40 greatest musicals of the last 40 years. Uh-huh. Same site, theringer.com, did a list this week with The Lion King coming out tomorrow yeah. in the theaters uh-huh. of the 40 greatest Disney songs from animated Disney movies. Ooh, okay. So... I didn't look ahead, but we'll, uh, we'll go through that. Greatest. I figured I figured okay. it would be a, a fun one to go through. Let's do it. Because you're a Disney fan. You're a musical fan, so this is right down your alley. I'm not a Disney fan anymore. Well, I, I mean... used to be a Disney with fan. With most of these, I'm assuming you're going to be a fan no, of. No, no. The old animated Disney movies are fantastic. I think the yeah. last good Disney musical that came out was Moana. Okay. That's not that long ago. So no. You're good for this. I still hate disney though okay. i just want to point that out all right i'm gonna love most of these songs but i hate disney yeah. let's let's do this all right so <clears throat> reverse order we're starting at 40 what do we got 
A guy like you. Ooh, The Hunchback of Notre Dame is my right. favorite. So, yeah, I still haven't seen this yet. Is oh, it a good song? So good. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. No, every song on this whole movie is fucking fantastic. Okay. Uh, this is the one that the gargoyles sing to Quasimodo mm-hmm. to make Quasimodo feel better mm. about himself because he's worried that like no one's ever going to love him and stuff because he's mm. you know malformed and a hunchback. And How shit. far do they go with it? Is it pretty? pretty disgusting or no it's not terrible actually okay. if you here let me get a uh, one extra yeah sure uh tab, Ta- tab it up yeah let, let, let me just show Do a little you tab dab the uh i'm gonna type in notre dame mm. yeah you just get the fire the fire and the thunder yeah, it's not terrible. I mean, okay. they do a good job oh, of making okay. him look deformed, but he's not, like, grotesque to look at. Right. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. And also, the guy who sings for him, I think it's Tony J. Uh, one of the most beautiful voices out there. It's, the guy is just wow. fucking fantastic. I mean, out That's there. That's a hell of a compliment from you. Literally, out there is my favorite song. That's the one that I sing whenever we, like, all get oh. drunk and we do, like, Dizzy songs. Yeah, yeah. Out, out there is the one I sing. I got some goosebumps the last time you did that. I, I do an okay job of it. Mm-hmm. This guy, Tony J., yeah. Holy fuck, man. Okay. If you, if you get goosebumps from me, your yeah. fucking skin's gonna crawl off your body. Okay. To him. He is a fantastic. So that, that's got to be on here soon, right? I hope so. It's okay. my, literally my favorite. Okay. But this one's fun. Yeah, it's the three gargoyles. One of the gargoyles is voiced by one of the dudes from uh, uh, Seinfeld. I forget his name. Hmm. But yeah, they're like taking all of his like you know. Uh, Self hatred and stuff like that because, like, oh, you know, I'm not good looking and no yeah. one's ever gonna love me. And stuff probably, like that. uh, Jason Alexander, right? I think it is actually Jason. He, Alexander, I think honestly. he's done some Broadway, so I that think would make you're sense. Right. Yeah, it's a fun, it's it's a fun song. Okay. I'm, I'm glad it's on there. It literally is my favorite animated Disney musical ever. Okay, so so far, so good. Yes, okay. Number 39, Love by Robin Hood. I don't know if I know this one. Mm. This one's dipping a little too far back. Is this the Robin Hood with like the like the foxes and shit? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I, like I don't know a lot of them. A lot of them from that one, to okay. be honest with you. We'll just move on. We do have forty of these, so we kind of okay. That's fair. More unfortunate souls. That is a fucking fantastic one. Yeah. The, the Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. It's what the uh, it's what Ursula's singing. Mm-hmm. It's like her big song. That one's really good. And the girl who sings for Ursula. Yeah, she's I got her a name. pretty good range. Yeah. No, she just fucking hits everything. And yeah. she's, oh, and she's all fucking uh, sassy and shit. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Oh, oh, look at the next one. Look at this. There yeah. it is, right there. Out there. Maybe a little too low. I mean, if I was making this list, that would be number one. Yeah. I understand people have different uh, tastes. I also know that like a lot of people haven't seen The Hunchback of Notre Dame. True, yeah. I haven't, so yeah. Which, like, I get. I mean, people who I know who like Disney haven't really, like, if they've seen it, they don't remember it. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. It's just it's one that just stuck with me i just really love that fucking movie oh yeah so yeah i mean yeah they're even talking about the guys like upper registry tone Mm -hmm. and shit like that it's it's fucking beautiful brother so good oh that's also a fucking great one i won't say i'm in love from hercules yeah that's another one i've heard on karaoke i believe Mm -hmm. okay yeah emma and rachel sing that together that's right yeah it is uh one of the best written love songs ever because Hercules also has that great thing where uh, they took the Greek chorus, and instead of uh, just doing a Greek chorus, they made him like an R and B like singing thing, where, where it's like you know like the Crystals or something like that, or like oh. the the back singers for Donna Summer or somebody like yeah, that. Yeah. And it's really fun because uh, like the whole thing is like at least out loud, I won't say I'm in love. That's like the big line for it and stuff like that. It's really good. If you heard it, I think you would like it a lot. Have you ever yeah. heard this? I think so. Like I said, the, just the karaoke version. I haven't heard the 
the actual. Do you want to pause it so you can watch this real quick? Because we can. Yeah, sure. If you've got time. Of course. Yeah, that's pretty solid. Yeah, coming coming back in, Varl yeah. finally watched like the actual music of it instead of just having it sung sung to him during karaoke. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, it's just fucking great, man. Like that is. Like I said, it's one of my favorite love songs ever written. I just kind of like the way it works. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the fact that... Meg, Everybody can relate to that. Yeah. Not, you know? And then, like, I, I also love the fact that Meg is not the typical uh, Disney princess. She's not, like, breathy and super, like, alto high. Yeah. She's, like... There's there's some bass there, man. Yeah. There's some, like, they even call that out in the article here. <clears throat> Meg doesn't trust men and barely trusts herself. It might mean she's not a Disney princess, but it makes her a relatable queen. Disagree. She's definitely a Disney princess, and I will fight anyone who says differently. (laughs) Moving on, number 35. Ooh, Tarzan. Two worlds. Okay. Two worlds, one family. That's all I remember from it. Trust your heart. Don't think I know this. Let faith decide to guide these lights we see. That's all I remember. Mm. That's it. No, it's good. I mean, it was all Phil Collins, man. It's fucking fantastic. The yeah. entire Tarzan soundtrack is fucking awesome, to okay. be honest with you. You'll probably see more of it then. Or do you think that's the top? Nah, no. I bet you uh, Son of Man's on here later mm-hmm. on down the road, because that was the big Tarzan song. Oh, was it? Where it was okay. like, Son of Man, look to the skies. Like, that was in, like, the trailers for it, even. Okay. So, yeah, I bet you that'll be down here. I'm going some old school here with Jungle Book. Ooh. That's what friends are for. Oh, the Vulture song, yeah. This one's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I don't, I don't remember the older ones that much. I'm more like stuck with the ones that I grew up with, right. being born in '92. Yeah. Uh, this one's good though. Okay. Number thirty-three. Something there. That one is fun. I don't it's, remember that one. That's the one that Bell sings about the Beast. Whenever like you know he has to stay with her for a year or right. something like that. Mm-hmm. Like that was the deal. That's something she she sings about him. The best part about this song and anything else that happens in Beauty and the Beast is that the beautiful, talented, wonderful being that is Angela Lansbury mm. is in that. Yeah, that's got to be on here. Oh, I fucking love her so much. Angela Lansbury is the shit. She is the original fucking uh, Mrs. Lovett. Yeah. That's my shit, dog. <laughs> Number 32. Mm. The Gospel Truth. The Gospel from Truth from Hercules. That one, it's a fun one. It's during... Oh, wow. um, Throwing some daggers at you here with the opening line. No. The movie Hercules is a mess. What? Which sucks because it has the best opening of any Disney movie. A mess my ass. Hercules (laughs) is a fucking fantastic film. This website is fucking null and void. And I remember yelling about them earlier anyway, so I don't care. They are volanoid. I'm done with this shit. (laughs) No, Hercules is a fucking fantastic movie, and the gospel truth is awesome because it's just just the Greek chorus, which is like... Like I said, like 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 you just heard even. Mm-hmm. It's just like a like a bless my soul. Her was on the roll like that kind of thing. It's just like, it's a fun like almost like rolling down the river kind of fucking uh, okay. uh, witty Houston sort of R and B sort of rock. And I just I mean gotcha. it's, it's fun. Who how do you not fucking love that? Right. Number thirty one going real recent here. Oh, do you want to build a snowman by Frozen? I've only seen this movie like twice. It's really yeah. good, actually. It's Is a really it really? Good movie. Yeah, oh. yeah, no, it's actually really good. Okay. The music. It really, really good. blew up. Like it was everywhere. Like, it was good, and I, I can see why. The artwork is fucking amazing in that oh, movie. Yeah. By the way, okay. oh, it's fucking beautiful. Um, yeah, no, I mean it's thirty-one. I can see why it would be up there. It was a huge song. Mm-hmm. It was super popular. You you can sing this to any girl who was like under eight eight years old, and they would just start doing it. So yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> it's an iconic song. There's nothing wrong with that. Going back to the Hercules well here. Yes, a lot go of, the distance. That's another good one, too. Actually. A lot of them on here already. Hercules has one of the best soundtracks for the Disney movies, huh? hmm. in all honesty. All right. You can bitch about it all you want, but it's a fucking great movie, and the songs for that are great. Number 29. 
<clears throat> oh, Reflection. Babe, Reflection from Mulan, number 29, top 40 best Disney songs. Nice. Yeah, she agrees. It's really good. Okay. Oh, done by Christina Aguilera. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you seen the... I know, oh. I know nothing about Mulan. We're going to have to have a fucking Disney night one night. <laughs> just like, I just like walk you through all of these. Yeah. We'll have to wait till that like Disney uh, streaming thing comes. Yeah, where we'll, they're all just on yeah, there. We'll get our free one-month one thing. I'm just going to slam fucking beers, and we'll watch all the ones that you need to see. Uh-huh. One uh-huh. Jump Ahead. That's a go. big one. Mm-hmm. That's Aladdin. That's a fun one. It is. That is not the one that everybody thinks of, but it's, it's a really fun song. It's whatever yeah. Aladdin's running from all the like, yeah. uh, you know, town guards and stuff like that at the beginning. Have, have you seen hmm? Aladdin? I have, yeah. Okay. In theaters, actually. So excellent, yeah. right on. Back in the day, I probably did, but I was like six. Yeah, or no, I was young. I was about like three. Yeah, <laughs> I think it came out in '93. Actually, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. I, was I believe one. that's right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, here we go. Get some Lion Be King. Be prepared. Oh, let's just. That uh, seems a little low. Be be prepared. Number twenty seven. Let's talk about the special place that this song holds in our heart. Mm-hmm. Very close friend of ours, and a beautiful human, Zabel. Um, whenever we have our, every now and then our group gets together, we we get drunk, and then Disney songs get sung because we're all uh, not all of us, but a decent amount of our group have been in theater and have sang before, and we enjoy singing. Yeah, and so. Kids from the 90s who enjoy singing sing Disney songs. Zabel sings this song to a T, for one. Fucking nails the whole part. It really does. And also just gets into fucking character. Mm. Does it all. He climbed a tree one time when yeah. he was doing it. And He's I fucking, on all fours crawling around. He is a full-on showman. Yeah. And I will not talk shit on that. It's beautiful. It's I, also a great song. I do love the write-up they write here. <laughs> Go ahead and read through that. It's pretty funny. Be prepared is perhaps the most immediate proof we have that Scar is just a messy bitch who loves drama. <laughs> As he saunters around in the shadows while green, fo- while green fog shoots from the ground, highlighting his cheekbones, which he's all too proud of, Scar vamps it up and explains his plot to assassinate his brother. I mean, look at this lion. And there's a fun little gif of him fixing his hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it really is great. I mean, Scar might be... Was Scar the first gay character in Disney animated history? Because it might be true. Huh. <laughs> it goes on there at the bottom. Scar ruins the Pride Lands immediately. The Disney version of Golden State blowing a 3-1 lead. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the idea of throwing a sports joke into the top 40 best Disney songs. Yeah, ever. like how many people are actually going to get that? Us. It's this yeah. fucking podcast. We're, we're the <laughs> audience for this guy. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to get it. <laughs> Be prepared is his arch thesis statement, and it's also a banger, and also just good <laughs> advice for anyone about to take a test, do a presentation, or attempt to usurp a ubiquitously popular king. <laughs> what a great song it is, too. Oh, Jeremy yeah. Irons, man. That that guy is fucking talented. Oh, yeah. Move on to 26. Man, more Hercules. Zero to Hero, another Hercules. That's what's up. Yeah. That's another one. It's a... Uh, the Greek, the Greek chorus. It's a fucking uh, mon- a, montage and shit. It's they really fantastic. do seem to shine. That's the They're most so of good, man. Yeah. It's, it, I think you will like that movie. I'll okay. be honest with you. Number twenty-five. Uh, just around the river bend, Pocahontas. Yeah, I'm dipping into some Pocahontas here. It's a good one. It's okay. a it's a fun one because I definitely can't hit the key that you need to hit for that because it's like uh. just around the river bend. It's it's so fucking higher yeah. than I can sing, but it's a really good song. And the girl who sings for uh, Pocahontas is. Super talented and a fantastic person. Nice. 
24. Going real old school. Oh, hi-ho. The OG. Like the, seven, uh, the Seven Dwarves. Yeah. This is what me and you sing when we walk into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I'm glad they're going back, you know, all the way. Oh, of course. Yeah, no. I mean, they're getting it all apparently so far. I mean, yeah. we're 24. We're not even halfway through this motherfucker. Yeah. Go ahead and scroll down one more. Hmm. Don't remember this one. Bell. Oh, that's the uh, opening song, right? Babe. Bell from Beauty and the Beast. That's the song. Oh, like she's, walking she's walking around the village. Yeah. Yeah, okay. okay. yeah. So yeah, no, it's it's a really good one. It's a nice. Um, uh, fuck. What's the word I'm looking for? Oh my god. How did motivation? I just, no. How did I just blank it? Ensemble. Jesus oh, okay. fuck. I'm supposed to be a theater kid. Mm-hmm. It's a really good ensemble piece. Everybody gets to sing. They get a lot of good good talented singers for it. I mean the art the artwork of Beauty and the Beast is fantastic. Oh, yeah. It's a fun song. Still the only Disney animated movie to be nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars. That is true. So. Yeah. I mean, Hunchback should have been there, but that's, that's cool. <laughs> what else? Number 22. Girl with Fighting For, another Mulan one. Okay. Uh, it's, it's really fun. It's kind of just like uh, they're all talking about what they're fighting for. Where it's like they're all just looking for fucking bitches. Yeah. But they all want a certain type of bitch. That's what it's it sounds very, like here. Yeah, it's very respectful. It's fun. Have, have you never heard it? Uh-uh. You're not um, going to like this. I'm not going to play it. They sure. call it out as what you hate here, viewing things to today's standards. It doesn't ring as innocently in 2019 as the writers may have intended. Yeah, because how, how, how for, like, God forbid you find <laughs> attraction to a woman. Oh my God, you're an asshole if you yeah. do that. Yeah, you, you want a girl with good hips who can cook? You're a fucking pig. That's what you are. It's almost the Disney version of locker room talk. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> if that's the Disney version of locker room talk, then we can forget about him trying to exterminate all the Jews in the fucking World War II then. Go, f- <laughs> go suck a dick. God, that irritates me so much when yeah. people do that. It's oh, a really fun song. 21, <clears throat> definitely. Way up there. I won't be like you. Sounds like the See, dude Louis. was doing the fucking uh, trivia we were just listening mm-hmm, to. A little bit. <laughs> I won't be like you. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun. Oh, the Jungle Book was... Like, the, the Jungle Book kind of helped propel, like, Disney into what they are now, yeah. really. I mean, they were, that was a huge movie. Oh, I figured this would be higher. Oh, another Frozen song. Let it go. Only number 20. Yeah. Only halfway through. Ah, That's your girl, though, right? N- Nadelle Dazeen. Yeah. yeah, she's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very outdated joke. What was that, four years ago? Three years ago? More than that. That yeah. happened? Yeah, Idina Manzel. Five years ago. Yeah. She's fucking super talented. Love that woman. She was in Rent. Um... And she can just she fucking belts like a motherfucker. Let Great it go is a jam, but it would be about as quarter as impactful without Mincel's range and the absolutely pummeling power of her voice. She really, like, she has fantastic range, obviously, yeah. but it's her like her ability to belt is what really makes that song. Cause she just fucking smashes that song, bro. <laughs> Whistle while you work. That's the other one though. That's what we sing when we're leaving the bars. Actually, <laughs> me and you, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Oh, it's one of my favorite ones uh, ever. Number 18, yeah. 18, Gaston, Beauty and the Beast. One of my uh, favorite songs ever. Because I look at myself as kind of a Gaston. Yeah. And by kind of, I mean a lot. 
And it's just kind of his best bro just singing how cool he is and how he's got fucking great biceps and he can sing and shoot and he's awesome. So, yeah, it's yeah. a great song. Nevertheless, no one drops an absolute banger like Gaston and you're we got to f- commend him for that. You're fucking right they don't. Gaston's the <laughs> man. Gaston's the real hero of Beauty of the Beast. I don't okay. care what he says. Because <laughs> he's me. Yeah. Uh, Colors of the Wind, Pocahontas, that's a good one. Boom. Number 17. Mm-hmm. Um I'm surprised that that one is higher up on it than just around the the river bend. Yeah. Because I feel like just around the river bend is a more um, like talent inducing song. Okay. Just around the the river bend is harder to sing than Colors of the Wind. Really, you think so? Yeah. Well, there's more range in just around the river bend. There's a real like there's there's dips and peaks and things like that. Colors of the Wind pretty much stays in the same key. It's still a, a great song. It's some. Um, Wonderfully, it really is. So yeah, I'm just surprised that like I figured those two would be like switch places. Okay. Right. Number sixteen. Ah, oh, friend like me, Aladdin. Yeah. Robin yeah. Williams. Yeah. Rest in made, peace. He made that song for sure. He really did. Number fifteen. Beauty and the Beast. You know, you know who sings that day? Your mom. Angela Lansbury. I wish that was my mother. You kidding me? <laughs> oh, if Angela Lansbury was my mom, yeah. please. Oh, I'd be so happy. <laughs> would totally switch my mom for Angela Lansbury. Yeah. Written by Disney gods Howard Ashman and Alan Menken and sung by overall goddess Angela Lansbury. She's the best. The song is one that feels revelatory and warmly familiar. She's just such a good singer. Angela Lansbury is amazing. I mean, most people know her from Murder, She Wrote. That's where she got popular at. Mm. But in Broadway, that fucking saucy bitch can sing like a motherfucker. Really? Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? She's amazing. Angela Angela Lansbury is my shit, dog. <laughs> I got a fucking chess piece of her. Number 14. Prince Ali, that's a good one. That's another Robin Williams sings most of that song, mm-hmm. really. That was one I used to get drunk with my friends and sing a lot, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's, it's just a fun song to sing. You don't really have any like notes to hit or anything like that. You can just kind of yell it, and it just sounds fun. I can see that. So. Number 13, going oh, back again. Yeah, When You Wish Upon a Star, Pinocchio. That's, I mean, that's the fucking note, the, the chord progression for the fucking light going through the fucking castle yeah. every time the, the Disney logo comes up. I'm surprised it's not number one, because it's probably the one that everybody knows more. Right, yeah. Thanks to Marvel and Star Wars and everything else. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, all-time classic. That's that's a great song. Oh, for sure, yeah. P- Pinocchio is awesome. It gets a little dark. Yeah, it does. And somebody gets eaten by a whale. Yeah. He, he gets swallowed by, or he gets turned into a donkey. Yeah, kid, all kinds of kids. Yeah, there, there's like, it's like, yeah, no, let your, They were kidnapped. Yeah, right it's there. like, let your seven-year-old watch it, and then we'll have fucking nightmares later. <laughs> Just torturing children. Number 12. Oh, there we go. Bear Necessities. Everybody one of my favorites. That That's a good one. It really is. The Jungle Book, Bear Necessities. Great song. Yeah. Oh, followed by Hakuna Matata. Yeah, I was just Hakuna about to Matata. say, it's like the original Hakuna Matata. Yeah, it is. It really is, and they're just right next to each other. Yeah. So, yeah, look at that. And now we're getting into the top ten. <clears throat> All right, this is when it gets serious. Let's see what happens. You got some favorites still out there. Mm. Number ten, Kiss the Girl yeah. from The Little Mermaid, a movie that will be getting remade here soon, yeah. that had a little bit of a... Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Words said on Twitter. Yeah, well, yeah we mentioned that last week. With Big the words. Terry Crews announcement. Yeah, exactly. No, that would be fantastic if that happened. Hmm. No, I mean, Kiss the Girl's a good one. That's not the one I would pick from Little Mermaid, though. There's a better no. one. I mean, uh, Part of Your World, I think, is a right. better song. 
But that's probably going to be farther yeah, down the list so. here. But I yes, mean, this well, is I don't know if this is top ten, ten, but it's good. No, it's definitely a good one. It's it, it's almost got kind of like a third wave ska sort of beat to it. Mm-hmm. I kind of like it a lot <laughs> for that. Mm-hmm. Here's number nine. I'll make a man out of you. That's yeah. a great one. That's is sung it? by uh, Mormon. Uh, every Mormon's favorite hero. Fucking uh, what's his name? Donny Osmond. Donny Osmond. Oh really? That's who sings that song. Hmm. He does a very good job of it too. Okay. Honestly, no, I'm not talking shit. Okay. Top um, ten worthy. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. And I mean, I'll talk shit on his re- religion, but not in his vocal range. Okay. His vocal range is fantastic. His religion is very silly. Number eight. Just can't oh. wait to be king. That's a good one. That's a great Lion King song. Yeah. It's got everything. It's like playful, fun lyrics. It's got uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas singing. Got a great beat, uh, baseline to it. Mm-hmm. The uh, animation for it's really fun. Yeah, with it's, all the it's a good time. Yeah. It's also what plays during like the first level of the Lion King Super Nintendo game, which is like one of the hardest games ever. <laughs> so, so you'll hear it a lot. Number seven, Under the Sea. Now that's Ooh, a good one. That's is. a pretty good one for Little Mermaid. You can't really argue that being top ten. No, of course not. That's a huge song. I mean, fuck, it was in Kingdom Hearts for God's sakes. Yeah, it's a great song. Pretty much anything from the, the Little Mermaid, you almost can't argue. Yeah. The Little Mermaid has a pretty good soundtrack. Not not the best, like top five, but not not the best. Number six. Can you feel the love tonight? Yeah, Phil Collins. This was up, or I guess soon to be, Childish Gambino and fucking Beyonce. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. Yeah. You're thinking Elton John, not Phil Collins. Am I thinking Elton John? I thought Elton John did the uh, Tarzan. No, that was you got it backwards. Okay, my bad. I apologize. It's like the summer solstice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Go ahead and read this. <laughs> Let's be honest. If, like me, you were a little kid the first time you watched The Lion King, can you feel the love tonight? Doesn't evoke a lot of romantic inclinations. I saw two lion pals reminiscing and playing together at dusk. Innocent stuff. But now, dear God, Nala's face is the most DTF thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> She really, they somehow it, animated fuck me eyes. I don't yeah. know how that happens, but I mean, they did. Yeah, we're looking at the screenshot there. It, it, he's not wrong. No, that was 100% fuck me eyes. <laughs> wow. At least from what I know of fuck me eyes. I've never yeah. seen them in person. Yeah, but. well. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, top five now. Mm. Number five, Be Our Guest, Beauty and the Beast. It's a great song. It's a really good, uh, again, group group song. Still got Angela Lansbury in it. And uh, what's his name? Who does Lumiere, who's also fucking super talented. Mm-hmm. Whose name I can't think of off the top of my head. It's a fun song. It's really good in the live action versions. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, because you get like 30 people out on stage doing everything. And like only six of them are singing, but the other like, you know, 24 are dancing around and like moving shit around and stuff. It's, it, it's a lot of fun. It's, okay. It, it's a good time. Yeah, number four. Mentioned it earlier. Part of your world, Little Mermaid. Very beautiful song. I'll be mm-hmm. honest with you. I would switch this and uh, won't say I'm in love though. Really? I think I won't say I'm in love is a better love song than Part of Your World. Because hmm. Part of Your World is uh, like I'm gonna give up everything I want to be with you. I won't say I'm in love is I'm a strong fucking uh, badass woman, and I do love you, but I ain't gonna play your fucking games either. <laughs> so that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I don't know. Number three. Hey, babe, guess what number three is? It's from Tarzan. You love it. Uh, 
You'll be in my heart. I fucking can't listen to this one. Yeah, she literally can't. Oh, you were trolling her. Yeah. Oh. She cries every time that, that song is played. Oh, plays. not that it's bad. No, she just oh. cries every time that song is played. Okay. As she should. It's a very uh, heartfelt, beautiful song. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, it's fucking great. It's uh, Elton John. It's fucking... Oh my god. <laughs> no, it's Elton John. He does a great What's job. That? <laughs> it's Phil Collins. He does a fucking fantastic job. Elton John comes in to help play the piano. And <laughs> no, but seriously, all jokes aside, You'll Be in My Heart is a fucking great song. The uh, like I said, the Tarzan soundtrack is really fucking top notch okay. and it even has some NSYNC people in it too if I'm not mistaken and weird. Rosie O'Donnell okay that's really weird yeah it's uh, Trash in the Camp hmm. Rosie O'Donnell sings that song okay she plays uh, Tarzan's best ape friend whose name I can't think of off the top of my head okay. yeah just letting you know alright only two left alright number two what's number two Circle mm. of Life it's a very popular song. song, and no one knows the word to it. That's very true. He was like, we're all <laughs> summoning demons every time we sing this song. <laughs> and then fucking Phil Collins is so good in The Lion King. What do you think number one is? What, what haven't we got to? I bet it's going to be something from Song of the South. Mm. Fuck that. Very possible. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see what number one is. Oh Ooh. my god, you're probably right. Strong contender. Let's see. Oh. A whole new forget. world, Aladdin. Oh, I think that's what I meant to. <clears throat> mm. To be fair, me and Emma have sang this together quite a lot. Oh, so. yeah? Yeah. I mean, she doesn't want to tonight, because I kept getting uh, Elton John and his wonderful job at Tarzan mixed with Phil Collins and his beautiful job at um, Aladdin. <laughs> now you're all over the place. <laughs> that was a fun uh, little list there. I yeah, like that one. Not bad. A whole new world is number one. Is I mean, inaccurate. I'm not against it. I think I'm putting my own personal feelings in it too much. Mm-hmm. But I was happy to see a lot of Hercules on there. Hercules has a good soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Should have been more Hunchback. Because yeah, fucking only uh, two and they were real low. Fucking Heaven's Gate and Hellfire, the song that Judge Claude Frollo and uh, Quasimodo sing separately, mm-hmm. one of the best songs ever. I'm gonna play it for you after this podcast, and oh, you're yeah. gonna agree with me. Okay. I can guarantee that. Because the dude, is it Jeremy Irons? Who does? No, it's not Jeremy Irons. It does Judge Claude Frollo off the top of my head. But the guy who sings for Judge Claude Frollo is amazing. It might be Jeremy Irons, to be honest with you. Is he the one who sings it, though? Probably not, if he didn't even finish Be Prepared. He got all of Be Prepared. He just didn't get the very last note, was all. Because apparently Jeremy Irons smokes a little bit of cigarettes. There's nothing wrong with that. This is a fucking free country. Although I'm pretty sure he's British. Yeah. <laughs> Tony J. Tony J? No, he's the one who sang for Hunchback. Or for Quasimodo. That was Frollo. Quasimodo was Tom Pulse. Oh, shit. Do I have it? Oh, I have it labeled. I think I have it labeled wrong in my music <laughs> library. You got it Phil Collins, too. 
I got Phil Collins like a motherfucker. It's actually Elton John who sings Judge Cloudfrill. No, I'm not mad at that list. I'm going to disagree with it a little bit, but pretty much every song on there I liked, so I really can't talk too much shit. Yeah. And you knew most of them, too. There was nothing from Moana, though, and there's some pretty good Moana songs, so that surprised me. I figured that would be up there early in the list, but I figured we'd get a couple of those. Mm -hmm. Moving on to some fun movie news. Bring you back into some excitement. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, the uh, writer and director of the new Mortal Kombat reboot has stated that it will be R-rated. And for the first time ever, fatalities are finally coming to the big screen. Ooh. He's not going to tease which, tease which ones, but you'll just have to wait for the movie to see. Okay, so let's think which ones are definitely going to be on the, on, okay. on the big screen. Which yeah. ones do you think of? So, you've got to have the, the spine rip, right? Yes, 100%. That's that's number one. Yeah. That one has to be in there, right? And I mean, maybe that's a bit of a spoiler, because the only casting they've got so far is Sub-Zero, is one of the guys from the raid. So. Okay. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Is he doing the fucking stunts for it, too? I believe so, yeah. Fucking Ray is fantastic. Oh, yeah. well, those, those movies are fucking mind-blowing. Oh, good. yeah. Sub-Zero is just awesome anyway. Oh, yeah. Everybody loves him. So, yeah, I imagine we'll see that one. What else do you think? Probably the, You've probably the Kano? The, the Heart Rip? Definitely got to have the Heart Rip. Okay. I think you definitely have to have the Scorpio one of burning them, too. And the, like, where they're mm. just like a skeleton or whatever. Yeah, that yeah. That one's got to happen. That's pretty classic. I would love for the Johnny Cage one where he does the splits and hits them in the nuts and their head explodes. I would love for that one to be on the screen. <laughs> we'll see. I'm yeah. really hoping for that, but you never know. And then, um, oh, fuck, what was Liu Kang's big one that everybody liked? Mm. Shit. I'm not remembering. Shit. The only thing I can really picture right now is the animality where he turns into a dragon and bites yeah. the top torso well, off. Maybe they'll just do that one instead. <laughs> You know what they have to have is I guess it technically counts as a fatality is the uppercut into the oh into the pit yeah into the pit of spikes yeah right that's, that's gotta that's be that's gotta be in that's there. that's so That'll classic the the opening credit or like the opening scene honestly mm-hmm. it'll be like a different Mortal yeah. Kombat uh, like the blood from the guy that gets knocked into the pit will spell out Mortal Kombat yes, or something that's exactly what's gonna happen that's that your opening title to be in there right yeah. oh yeah you you can't get rid of that that was like the first one yeah and they brought it back for basically every game since then. yeah no they've never gotten rid of that one have they? I don't think so. I'm so fucking ready to play Mortal Kombat 11, by yeah. the way. I've been watching, like, videos of it on YouTube. Like, oh, yeah. The different callbacks and shit. So they're doing, like, the, the you know, past meets future kind of thing. Mm-hmm. The Johnny Cage versus Johnny Cage shit is fucking fantastic. Is it? There's one more... Meets like, all your expectations? Yes. I'm okay. so happy because, I mean, that's my favorite character. Yeah. Obviously. There's one where, like, they both come out. And the first one's like, God damn it, you are sexy. You know, it's like, <laughs> we are sexy bitches. <laughs> like, that's it. That's the whole opening. And then they start fighting. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> then he has the other one where he's like, just watch the face. He's like, don't worry, pal. I got you. <laughs> yeah, and then next Although, week is... Oh. just one more. Yeah. The best Johnny Cage versus Johnny Cage, like, you know, pre-fight talk is... Um, Oh, he's like, tell me you do your own stunts. And the other one's like, I got people for that. And the other guy's like, poser. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I'm so fucking happy seeing that. That made me so, I was, oh, I cannot wait to play it. I actually re-downloaded Mortal Kombat 10. Oh, yeah? So I can uh, play through the story mission again just to kind of, like, get caught back get caught back up. I think I might wait for 11 to get to, like, the gold edition where I can buy that where I get all right, the downloads. Yeah. you got to have the Ash character. Yeah. That's Still what rumored, but... Well, that's what I did for 10, was I waited till it was, you know, Mortal Kombat XL. So oh, I got okay. all of the downloads and shit for that. Nice. So it was just all in one fucking thing. But I've got it totally downloaded now. I'm really excited to play it. 
Go ahead. So, as we know, it's San Diego Comic Con this weekend. Mm-hmm. So, next week is definitely going to be shit ton of topics, probably. We're going to have a fuck ton of topics. But uh, the only thing that I'd seen so far, uh, I've got the next topic here, is they officially announced there will be a Thor 4. Oh. And they brought back Taika Waititi from Ragnarok to, to write and direct it. Ooh, nice. So, that's just nothing but great news right there. Fuck yeah. Fucking Ragnarok was an amazing movie. Oh, yeah. It was so fun. Is Thor still going to be fat? Because I want him to still be fat. I'm not sure. I would prefer him if he was still fat, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> we'll see. But no, Ragnarok's a great fucking movie. I'm, I'm happy mm-hmm. to see him coming back. Because, I mean, Ragnarok is one of those, like sort of perfect films in a way yeah where it's like is it groundbreaking and like oh my god my mind was totally open and it was so fucking experimental no was it exceptionally entertaining and hilarious and well written and one hell of a fun ride yeah yes 100 percent. so yeah now this just makes me happy to see that coming yeah also how great was it in uh ragnarok where like they cut thor's hair and he puts that helmet on, and when he moves the fucking uh, lightning bolts, yeah, the little lightning bolts down, and there's, it's a fucking classic like wings coming off his helmet. Oh yeah, I remember being so excited seeing that. So no release date or anything yet for this. Oh, uh, of course, it's yeah. just YTD has signed on, but everybody's pretty sure like Hemsworth said he would only come back if YTD came back also. Good for so, him. Yeah. Way to be Hemsworth. Maybe you earned that fucking yeah. uh, Walk of Fame star. Yeah. Maybe I was wrong. So he hasn't officially signed on yet, but everybody's you know pretty much a given now. Excellent. So, yep, I'm excited. Fun. Oh, fuck yeah, man. That'll be great. And the last couple I have are just a couple of uh, comic book announcements from Comic-Con also. Excellent. Uh, the first is some great news for you, I think. Ooh. One of your favorite directors, I'm looking at this John Carpenter, happy. is going to be co-writing a Joker comic for DC's new Black Label. Excellent. The adult only. So this is Vertigo, this was John what used Carpenter, to be f- and fucking Joker all together. One. Yep. Oh, my God. I Check out that cover. I think it's got a boner. Oh, my God. I want that in a poster. Isn't that? That is fucking fantastic. That's amazing. I mean, granted, it's still the white skin and the green hair, so are they really trying that much different? <laughs> fucking faggots. But no, seriously, this looks fucking amazing. Yeah. I am so into this. Like, I don't need to hear what the story's going to be about or what their no. ideas are. I'm in. Yeah. I'm good. Totally sadly, gonna be there. sadly, it's just going to be a, a three-issue series. So That's fine. Yeah, I could buy all three issues. That doesn't bug me. Do we find out if the... Old Vertigo shit's coming to the DC streaming. They haven't announced anything officially yet. Oh my god! They've got a their conference is tomorrow night, so it's expected to be announced there. Okay, because I am fucking praying that that happens. Yeah. And I'm also terrified that's gonna happen because then I now have like access to Transmet and fucking Preacher, and also all of my other DC comics that I love Mm -hmm. on my phone. This podcast might end. My relationship with Emma might end. I might just be sitting. (laughs) <laughs> in a corner somewhere for the next six years just yeah. reading things. So in the interview, Carpenter's even quoted as saying, the Joker is the greatest villain in comics. Agreed. I'm proud to be reunited with Anthony. It's Anthony Birch is his co-writer. Ooh, nice. And then um, Birch was ex- interviewed <clears throat> here that says, I'm excited beyond words to be writing for Gotham's greatest villain. I hope the Joker's exploits make you laugh, shudder, and grow nauseous all at once. Oh, that's exactly what you want from a Joker. See, this is what I was talking about last (laughs) fucking episode. Ooh, that's a killing joke right there. I can see Mm. that. And Dark Knight Returns. Nice. Uh, (laughs) Do you like how I can pull out uh, Mm. Batman comics just from one fucking uh, bit? Yeah, but no, this is what I was talking about last episode when we talked about that bullshit Joaquin Phoenix movie that's going to suck dicks. What are these guys? 
They are reverent. They're excited. They're also exceptionally talented. Yeah. But they're also excited to fucking write for this character because they like the character and they can see where the fun can come from. Not let me write a fucking, you know, paint by numbers, fucking jigsaw puzzle sort of fucking story that we all know is how it's going to end. Yeah. And just use his name. It's let me have this character. Let me work with him. Let me see what I can do with him. Yeah. That's fucking beautiful, man. I'm so excited to oh, see yeah. this. So issue one is going to be four ninety nine and hitting stores on October 9th. I love the name of it, too. The Joker, Year of the Villain. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking good. Yeah, DC has said that the next year they're really dedicating to their villains to try to pop them out a bit more. I'm going to be buying so many posters in the next year. <laughs> <laughs> that one is fucking fantastic. Yeah, I loved it. I want to get that one framed. I want to put it down here. Right here on that <laughs> wall. That's where I want it. That's what I want you looking at every time you look over to talk to me. <laughs> this next one's pretty cool, too. I think you'll like it. So this is going to be something called Tales from the Dark Multiverse, mm. which is going to reveal twisted versions of classic DC stories. I love it already. Yeah. So uh, a little over a year ago, they did the Dark Knight Metal. Mm. That was good, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, from that Dark Multiverse, they're going to be shaping different alternate reality things from DC. I love it. They say it's going to be similar to Marvel's What If franchise. And uh, each standalone 48-page issue is going to be set in a different world in the dark multiverse, showing what might have happened if these stories had played out differently. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. Well, see, it's already making me think of the Flashpoint, so I'm already mm-hmm. excited about it. Yeah. This Flashpoint Paradox is one of the greatest stories ever. So So the only one they revealed so far is uh, Tales from the Dark Multiverse, Batman Nightfall Number 1. Ooh, love Nightfall. Revisiting the 1993 Nightfall crossover, where Bruce Wayne had his back broken by Bane. And John Paul Valley took over the mantle of Batman. Jean Paul Valley. Oh, Valley. Yeah. Okay. In the real DC universe, Bruce eventually recovered and took back the mantle. Of course. But in this alternate universe, Valet remains in power and becomes a tyrannical figure called Saint Batman. <sighs> Thirty years after the events of Nightfall, the only hope to free Gotham is a new figure called the Son of Bane. Ah, oh, I almost bit this microphone. I was so <laughs> fucking excited. You're about to get more excited. Oh, it's written God. by Scott Snyder oh. and Kyle Higgins. <laughs> And drawn by Javier Fernandez. Ooh, fucking fantastic artist, by the way. Yep. So, yeah, that's the cover of that one. Oh. Oh, shit! I love it! <laughs> that's literally, like, the original Nightfall cover is mm-hmm. Bane, you know, with yeah. Batman over his hand. And right. Shit like that. And so now it's Son of Bane with St. Yeah. Batman. And he's on the fucking pedestal like he's the Statue of Liberty almost. And look at how fucking well they did with uh, Jean-Paul's fucking armor, too. Mm-hmm. Where he looks almost like... Uh, uh, Templary, you know what I mean? Like, he looks like a Templar knight with a Batman cowl, basically. Oh my god, that's so good. I am so. Ooh. Redoing the death of Superman, where it looks like maybe Supergirl is the one that kills him? Right on. I'm down for. Ooh, or maybe Lois Lane. Oh. Mm. So this issue is coming out on October 16th, so just the week after that Joker issue. Well, that shit's gonna be on the DC Universe, so. Oh, they did go on. I didn't read that part. So, uh, Death of Superman multiverse. Uh, in the alternate universe, Superman stays dead and a vengeful Lois Lane is transformed into the Eradicator. Yes! I'm fucking great at this, by the way. Rather than carry on her husband's legacy, this Lois becomes obsessed with stopping the never-ending battles between heroes and villains for good. Oh, shit, she could become like a Dexter character. That's awesome. I was right, by the way. I know it's Lois Lane. I fucking called that. Genius when it comes to comic books. And then they're also going to be issuing... Re- releasing $1 reprints of Batman 497 and Superman number 75. Ooh, nice. Which are the issues that the new covers are right. uh, paying from, yeah. tribute to. Yeah. 
The press release also teases future issues that will focus on Infinite Crisis, nice. Blackest Night, oh, I love Blackest and Night. New Teen Titans, The Judas Contract. The Judas Contract was fucking crazy. That oh, was yeah. where like, Deathstroke gets in there and starts like looking, taking dudes out. Oh. I think it's pretty nuts. Okay. So yeah, we're going to be getting alternate takes on all those. Blackest Night is still one of my favorite DC like uh, events ever. Yeah? Have you read any of those? I have not. They're so good, man. It's Are you ready to get it flipped over, though? Is that... Is that something maybe too sacred? You don't want to oh, see no, no, an alternate not. version? No, because, like, well, the whole point of that was that it was such a flip on things anyway, even though it became canon and led to the New 52. Yeah. It was a flip on things when they first wrote it, because it was just, like, the Black Rings raised the dead. And it was like, well, we killed a lot of, like, heroes off and stuff and had different people take their fucking um, mantles and stuff. Like, let's bring them back. Ah, oh, it's going to be so good. That's, that's yeah. also the fun one where they do the Hawk and Dove thing. And that's, uh, oh, is it, like... What is Dove's name? Don... Don something. I forget Dove's last name. I'm sorry. But it's fun because, like, um, the Black Ring hits his grave, too, and it's like, uh, you know, the whole thing is, like, you can see the little, like, um, what's the word? The little, like, like, bubbles for the Black Rings talking, where it's, like, Don something rise, and then in a white bubble, it would say Don at peace. Uh, it would do that for a couple panels. Oh. Then it turns out later on you get the white lantern, which is all the lights together, which is supposed to be like the idea of like peace and love. Mm. And that's the reason that Dove isn't raised because that's what Dove used. Because you know Hawk was like the warmonger, angry fighter guy, and Dove could heal people. Right. That was the whole point of the Hawk and Dove thing. So like he's the original White Lantern technically, and that's why his body can't be raised. Fucking genius, dude! Because it's like thirty-seven issues after that where you've totally forgotten that's happened. That's you're quite reading, a crossover. You're just like reading everybody else's shit, seeing what's going on in the blackest night, and then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, okay, <laughs> nice. No, that fucking idea, the alternate fucking nightfall, though. Oof. Yeah, it's gonna be a good October for you. I think I felt my dick move whenever you were just telling me the outline of that. <laughs> I'm super excited for that. Nightfall's great. Have you read that by the way? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, that, good. That was one of the first uh, trades I had actually. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say I have a. I think I have all the trades on that. If you needed to read it, you also have the DC Universe app, so you can just well, read yeah. it on that. By the way, we're not sponsored by that, guys. But if you're a DC fan, fucking get that DC Universe app. It is amazing. Oh yeah. You can watch the animated series. You can watch Batman Beyond, which I've been doing. You can watch Static Shock, which is actually a pretty good one. Hmm. And then uh, you can also read all the comics. Where I was sitting at work two weeks ago, I was outside smoking a cigarette and reading all the Swamp Thing comics. Nice. It's fucking beautiful, man. I've never been happier. So get that DC Universe app, guys. Seriously. They're not sponsoring us, but... Yet. Download it. <laughs> and then when you download it, tweet at DC Comics and let them know that we're the reason that you did it. <laughs> Please, because we, we need some fucking money. <laughs> All right, is it question time? Oh, I guess so. I think it's question time. Can the queen of questions please come to her throne? Hey, yo. Okay. So, first question is from uh, <laughs> Ringwald on Twitter as at Ringballs22. Which celebrity... Ring the balls, school's in, suckers. Jesus Christ. Which celebrity do you feel most comfortable thinking you can beat in a fight? Hmm. Okay. Do you want to answer first? Because mine's going to be pretty long. I do. So, technically, I have an IMDb credit. That is true. So I am a celebrity. I can kick my own ass. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I have faith. 
That's it. That's the one you're going with. Yeah, yeah. So you feel comfortable yeah. winning a fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> now this is probably stemming from the the Bieber and Tom Cruise challenge. I would imagine you oh saw some of that, that right? Was so good. Yeah. yeah. Did you see Bieber back out like the bitch that mm-hmm. he is. By I, the way, I sure did. Because Tom Tom Cruise TC was just like. Fuck yeah, bitch. What's up? <laughs> See me. Me and Lord Xenu will be right there in that fucking ring, son. I, I climbed a building in Zimbabwe or where the fuck that was at. He was at and fucking cares. But he was like, I climbed a fucking building, son. What do you do? Sing fucking pop music and sit in Canada? I'll fuck your shit up, kiddo. And he would have. Yeah. And then Bieber backed out like the bitch that he is. Yeah. You're not going to challenge Cruz, are you? <clears throat> I couldn't. I just re... I respect him too much to fight Tom yeah. Cruise. Okay. I just couldn't do it. He was in, like, so many of my favorite movies. Fucking Top Gun. Days of Thunder. Mission Impossible. Fucking a Risky Business. Edge um, of Tomorrow. I don't remember watching that movie. <laughs> I, I made a joke about it earlier, but I don't remember watching that movie. Okay. Uh, fucking A Few Good Men. It's just Tom Cruise is just the fucking blockbuster money, son. Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise is the best. He's a fucking psychopath, and he was jumping on on Oprah's couch. But that's part of what makes me think I couldn't take him in a fight, even though he's five two. Yeah, he's fucking crazy. And I respect that. He's climbing buildings in fucking Mumbai, and you know, attaching himself to fucking planes with a belt. Yeah, just like fuck it, we need to get a, a good shot. Let's do this shit. <laughs> Tom Cruise is a real motherfucker. Like, he is. I, I ain't got to talk shit on him. That being said, about ninety percent of celebrities, I feel like I, I could take in a fight. You're probably not wrong. I just like most of them come from fucking. You're a tough guy. I'm not a tough guy, but you are. You boxed. I did box. I mean, I've been in a lot of like, well, not a lot, but a decent amount of bar fights. Yeah. But it's just like most of them come from fucking California, where they're just soft, man. Like it just they don't scare me. Yeah. Like, I can name the number of actors I wouldn't fuck with in, like, both hands, basically. Where it's like Tom Cruise, but this is in no particular order, okay. obviously. Yeah. Like, Tom Cruise, Keanu Reeves. Um, Terry Crews. Terry Crews, yeah, obviously. Terry. <laughs> Actually, I could probably take Terry Crews just because he's so nice that he mm. wouldn't hit me anyway. You're right, yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. like, you win, buddy. This is what you wanted. I'm like, oh, thanks, Terry. I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, Brock Lesnar. Um,. Uh, fucking what's his name from Guardians? Uh, Chris Pratt? No, he's in Stuber. Oh, Batista? Yeah. Batista, he could probably eat me and then shit me out at the same time. Hmm. Um, Chris Pratt? I don't even know if that would be a fight. We look too much, like, we, we look too similarly. I think we would just, like, drink beers together and be like, hmm. yeah, there's no fight. I mean, we could punch on their face or something for fun, but there's no need for a fight. Um, oh. I got one now. I'm going to fight Angela Lansbury. Hell yeah. I'll take her down. I hope she's still alive. <laughs> she would you. Is she still alive? Uh, yeah, I think so. I imagine so. That's right, Miss Potts. She'll boil your fucking ass. You don't know what's going to happen, son. Miss <laughs> Potts don't fuck around. She a real nigga. Uh, <laughs> Cut that Uh, let's see. Who else would I not want to fight in Hollywood? Because I really like... Idris Elba? Mm. He's pretty jacked. Yeah. Idris Elba probably could fuck me up. Especially yeah. after watching Luther. He was good in that show, too. Yeah. What about Cavill? <clears throat> Henry Cavill. Going on Gerald on you. Is he still ripped from 
Geralt playing the Witcher? Or is he doing like some rom com right now where he's kind of like skinny? I'm not sure. Because I don't think he's ever been in a fight because his face is too pretty. <laughs> and if he has been in a fight, then he is far too good for me to fuck with then because no one's ever touched that face because it's gorgeous and perfect. Yeah. I feel like my wrist would shatter on his chin. You know what I mean? Like I would throw a punch, my hand would just like <laughs> and smash in. Uh, let's see. Arnold, he's getting old. You can probably take him now. Oh, fuck no. You, you can't take down the governor. Absolutely not, son. You got this. He's old. It's Conan. You can I, run circles around him. I couldn't him. do that. I respect him too much. I would just want fucking weightlifting tips. That's all I would want from him. What about The Rock? Oh, fucking nobody can take down The Rock. Are you kidding me? That guy's a fucking bad motherfucker. What about Chris Rock? Oh, I could definitely take that. Okay, okay. I wouldn't want to, <laughs> but I could if need be. I would more just want to hear his stories, because Chris Rock's fucking hilarious. Okay. You ever heard of Fat Apostle? That's all I'm saying. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Yeah, definitely, like, there's a lot of guys who like, I just couldn't fight, because I just mm-hmm. respect too much. Like, Schwarzenegger, The Rock, guys like that, who are just, like, bad motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you, though, this might seem a little, uh, you know, people might argue with this. I think I, I could take Jason Statham. Hmm. He's got a great body. He's super jacked. Yeah. He doesn't look like a fighter to me. Hmm. He's also like he's known for being like like a diver, like he was an Olympic diver. So. Oh, I thought you meant like the fight, like taking a dive. <clears throat> no, like no. a boxing fight. No, he's not Patrick Kane. Oh, but <laughs> could you take him? Fuck yeah! Are you kidding me? I could rape Patrick Kane. I could do to Patrick Kane what he did to the three or four women in Chicago that we know of, and probably far more than that. Patrick Kane is a rapist. Everybody, make sure you let him know. Tweeted him that he's a rapist and tagged me in those tweets so that he knows that I know he's a rapist. Patrick Kane can name the fucking time, place, and fucking date of any time he wants to fucking go. Bring your weapon. I will drip my fucking nuts into Patrick Kane's mouth. I will die before I lose a fight to Patrick Kane. I can guarantee that. I sadly believe that. It's true. He'd have to fucking kill me. I would fucking murder. I would bite his throat out with my teeth. Fuck Patrick King. He's not even a Hollywood star. Who gives a fuck? Uh, let's see. Who else could I beat up? Ben Stiller. I could definitely fuck Ben Stiller up for sure. Jerry Stiller, 100% I could fuck him. <laughs> it just seems mean. Could you imagine beating up Jerry Stiller? He's like 106 years old. He's probably dead, actually, at this point. I'm not 100% on that. No. Not strong, but probably batshit crazy, so I wouldn't go after him. Jerry Stiller? Nick Cage. Oh. No, I... You don't want none of that. I couldn't fight Nick Cage. Uh Uh-huh. I just like him too much. I just want to talk about Next, (laughs) National Treasure, and Raising Arizona, which is actually a good movie. Now that I'm playing Uncharted, National Treasure seems kind of like an Uncharted movie. It's kind of a fun movie. Yeah. National Treasure is a good movie. So it's a little crazy. I actually respect Nicolas Cage a lot. That dude just is living the fact that he's in Hollywood the most. So you're just like, yeah, this seems like a fun movie. I'm going to get like $250,000 for three weeks of work. Yeah, who is a fuck? Sure. Why not? Sign me up, Doug. What are we waiting for? Let's see. Who else would I not fight? Um, probably wouldn't fight uh, Kurt Russell. Still? I think Kurt Russell... Kurt Russell looks like he can throw hands. I don't know. He's 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 got the look in his eye, where he can just like fuck a dude up. He's got the old man strength. It just folds you in half. You don't even know what's going on. 
What about a uh, old Iron Man, Downey? I, I, I couldn't punch Robert Downey Jr. He's too charismatic. There's no way you could do that. Mm. He's got like a charisma shield on him. He's like a bard in D&D. You just can't do it. Hey. He's just too nice. Although, I mean, you know, fist came to fist. I could probably take... Oh, actually, no, I couldn't, now that I think about it. He's like a black belt in Wing Chun Kung Fu, so he'd probably fucking fold me in half and beat the shit out of me, actually, now that I think about it. Did you ever hear about that? No. Yeah, he's like a black belt in Wing Chun Kung Fu. That's how he got rid of his uh, addiction problems. Instead of doing cocaine and hookers and drinking a lot, he started doing Kung Fu instead. He's a bad motherfucker. They actually changed the fighting style for Sherlock in the Sherlock Holmes movies because like that he was more comfortable with that, so they made the scenes look better. Huh. Little fun bit for you. So yeah, Robert Downey Jr. can actually fucking bang. He'll he'll knock you the fuck out. If need be. <clears throat> yeah, other than that, I'm gonna change it to eighty five percent because we're starting to name some guys that I actually liked. Yeah. So I'm gonna say eighty five percent of Hollywood actors I could beat up. Okay. Next so- question. Okay, so <laughs> question number two is from Brent Smith at Brent Smith four one one. Would you rather have taste buds on your butthole or poop through your mouth? That's an easy answer. We've all seen the South Park episode. Not all of us. You you poop through your mouth. Put food in your butt. You mm-hmm. poop through your mouth. You actually end up losing weight. Science. Do you remember that episode? Yeah. So he's like, <laughs> <laughs> got the Martha Stewart preparing the turkey. Yeah, get it up there. Just jam it in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say. Yeah, I, don't, I don't see that as an either or. It's like you get both, right? I mean, are you saying that I couldn't taste it if I pooped out of my mouth? Is that what he's trying to say? It's an or. It's taste buds on your asshole or, or poop, poop out of your through mouth. your mouth. You're going to taste it no matter what. Well, then how how is that an yeah, or, then? It's literally the same fucking question. I don't know. Ask Brent, my dude. Brent, here's the thing, bro. When you give us an or question, they have to be different. Like, you're literally just asking us... Like, if we didn't have... Like, if we couldn't taste the shit but had to poop out of our mouth, maybe I could understand that. But it's like, either way, we're going to taste the shit, so why would you not just, just put taste buds in your butthole? And then it makes the um, oxycodone that you've smashed up in a warm paper towel and jammed in your asshole makes it taste better, too. So, really, it's a win-win. Does it have a taste? I don't know. Usually, I'm too drunk to taste anything anyway. So, I like her. What about your answer? Hmm. I don't know. I've never really enjoyed the thought of something going into my ass, so I don't think I could eat like that. I'd rather just shit out of my mouth. Talk about man, that's where the male G spot's at. Mm, that's fine. I'm never gonna know it. You're so. Missing out, faggot. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, that's exit only, man. Nah, eh, I mean, you know. Uh, I couldn't take it. That's. I've had some painful shits, and just that's like enough to be like, oh my god, I don't. I can't imagine. Hey, man, there's nothing wrong with prostate stimulation. Yeah, it's just okay. a, it's a natural way of life. All right. If God thought it was gay, why did he put it there? Think about that. You want to help me? Bang it's me about out time to wrap up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wrap it up. Hey, just one question. 
Hey, baby, you ever had your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Yeah. <laughs> Sneak peek in the next episode. All right, guys. <laughs> uh, thanks again for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. I hope We hope you had fun. I know I did. Um, one year. One year. One year of fun. This is a big one here. This is a big episode. I'm actually fairly drunk right now. Let me be honest with you. Couldn't tell. I should have ate more today. Mm. I think it's what fucked me up. I had a Nutrigrain bar for yeah. breakfast. It was blueberry, mm. which is pretty tasty. We're getting pretty late here too. Like you're usually eating supper by now. So. That's true. Yeah. Well, when we started late, though. It's, yeah. It's all right. Shit happens. Um, <clears throat> as always, love you guys. Y'all the best. Um, thanks for joining in. Thanks for sitting with us for a year. Hope you had as much fun as we did, or at least half as much fun. I'll take that. You can and should follow us on Twitter. Mm. Uh, America's sweetheart no. is over there. At, what are we, oh, uh, America's contrarian is over there on the Twitter at big guy ACV. Nope. See, I'm being contrarian. So. Oh, I was like, did I really? Because I, <laughs> I, oh yeah, after you do fuck it up a lot. I was so. say, I, I got it wrong last week, so you kind of threw me off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can also follow America's failed comedian slash biggest Batman fan ever at uh, Melch Knows Best. And also follow our show at the A to Z show. Ooh, right? Nice. Yeah, you got yeah, it that okay, time. Good. It's the number two, of course. It wasn't good last week. Was I'll terrible. play you the octave you later. Yeah. I fucking lived it. It was oh, terrible. Uh, also, don't forget to, um, if you don't want to be seen following us on Twitter, but you still want to send in questions, comments, concerns, epitaphs, insults, pickup lines, anything fun like that, I'll read it all. I don't care. You can email that at a2zshow.ask at gmail.com. Yep. Close enough. I'll edit out that first at. So. Well, no, the ad is that you can email us at that location. Okay. www.a2zshow.ask at gmail.com. Is that better? Is, is that what you want? Mm-hmm. Is there a www? I don't think no. there's a www. No, there's no. I think there was either. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, how else you say you can email us to, like, email your questions and things to. I mean, it just at just works, but okay, sure. it, it also happens to be a handle on Twitter. Don't get fucking shitty with me, you little cunts. Yeah, I'll handle you on I Twitter. I say shit. Rice, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking stuff you both in a yeah. fucking God. drawstring bag. Better get a big bag. Fucking <laughs> egg. You should see that fucking bone saw I got. I don't want to that big of a bag. Bone saw is ready. Two minutes of playtime. <laughs> Say goodbye. <laughs> That's a nice singlet. Did your husband make it for you? Actually, he did. He's not only my best friend, but the love of my life. Maybe you should see yourself more in the mirror, Spider-Man. All right, guys. Don't be homophobic. Drive safe. Don't rape. We all love you. See you later. Bye.